this i declare in jesus name amen please be seated uh, we are continuing the teaching on the blessedness the beatitudes uh, we are on the seventh uh, blessedness beatitudes and uh, if jesus imagine jesus was writing a constitution do you know how many constitution laws we have we have around 448 it was 300 and something but then they keep on adding it i uh, so we're going to talk about that before that i wanted to read a beautiful joke to you this is a diary between a dog and a cat dog and a cat they wrote a diary and the dog's diary goes like this 8 o'clock dog food my favorite thing 9:30 a.m. a car ride my favorite thing 9:40 a.m. a walk in the park my favorite thing 10:30 a.m. got rubbed and petted my favorite thing 12 p.m. lunch my favorite thing 1 p.m. played in the yard my favorite thing 3 p.m. wagged my tail my favorite thing 5 p.m. milk bones my favorite thing 7 p.m. got to play ball my favorite thing 8 p.m. wow watch tv with the people my favorite thing 11 p.m. sleeping on bed my favorite thing the cat diary day 983 of my captivity My captors continue to taunt me with bizarre little dangling objects. They dine lavishly on fresh meat while the other inmates and I are fed hash or some sort of dry nuggets. Although I make my contempt for rations perfectly clear, I nevertheless must eat something in order to keep up my strength. In an attempt to disgust them, I once again vomited on the carpet. <laughs> Today I depreciated a mouse and dropped its headless body at their feet. I had hoped this would strike fear in their hearts since it clearly demonstrates what I am capable of. However, they merely made a condescending comments about how good a little hunter I am. There's a lot one I'm not going to read all of this. I'm convinced Ah um, today I, i was almost successful in attempt in to assassinate one of my tormentors by weaving around his feet as he was walking i must try again tomorrow but this time at the top of the stairs i'm convinced that the other prisoners here are flunkies and snitches the dog receives special privileges he is regularly released and seems to be more willing to return he obviously has issues <laughs> Okay lift up your bible say this after me lord jesus influence me this morning uh. holy spirit i pray that you will command and take control of my mouth you will speak through me and people will listen will the words will deep down go into their hearts and mind in jesus name amen so we will continue this this is the seventh beatitudes and it's one of those beatitudes that we will not be able to finish it today because the 7 and 8 are interrelated so we will come back and talk about it in a week's time so the seventh one is is the one that's on the screen it's blessed are those who are peace makers they will be called the children of god it's not up in the screen i have written down few things i'm going to just uh, read it down for you guys so that it will be easier so by the way let me tell you bible never says peace keepers but it says peace makers jesus did not, didn't say how to become sons of god rather he said the sons of god are peacemakers i want to challenge us to think about it for a while because the word peace 
we kind of don't know the word peace because we we have seen the beauty pageants when they win they show this v sign or the koreans when they take picture they always show this v sign and we think that's peace the word peace is the most fully pregnant word which basically means it's shalom it's prosperity it's wholeness in every area of your life in the area of your marriage in the area of your finances in the area of your relationship in the area of every area of your life is the most pregnant word so that's why jesus said when you enter your home you say the most fully pregnant word what is that shalom peace amen and it's interesting what jesus said in john 1:12 it says it's not up in the screen he says to all those who believe in him he gave the right to become the sons of god so the peacemakers are actually the sons of god the daughters of god that you and me are the peacemakers we are not peacekeepers we're going to talk about it in a while but the peace is one of the fruit of the spirit galatians 5:22 says the fruit of the spirit is love joy peace patience kindness goodness faithfulness meekness and self control and god is the ultimate peacemaker amen do you believe that is the ultimate peacemaker from the beginning to the end there is only one goal in his heart that goal is to restore us back into humanity which is a peacemaking deal he, we've been working on read with me colossians 120 it says through him he reconciled to himself all things whether on earth or in heaven making peace by the blood of the cross and i i wrote down here on the in, on the passion translation it's so beautiful it says by the blood of his cross everything in heaven and earth is brought back to himself back to his original intent restored to innocence again asking the lord lord what is your original design for india what is your original design we know the history in some partial way but what is your original design what is indians are meant to do what is why we are so diverse but still united you know we we are we, you cross four hours from here i mean two hours from here it's a totally different culture different way of eating style i mean even here small gathering so diverse we are what what makes us so unique and you started asking the lord lord gives you revelation of like the best way unity thrives in diversity amen and the, this is the verse that brought me to think the original intent god's original intent is to bring everyone to himself into the family of god so that's why god is after this peace you know galatians 4:6 says because you are sons god sent forth the spirit of his son in our hearts crying abba father he also said in romans 8:14 those who are led by the spirit of god are the sons of god So you and me the children of God must be peacemakers. We are not peace peace keepers the UN sent peacekeeping force which is not even biblical uh, but peacemakers are different from peacemakers. So peace what is peace peace is not an absence of problem peace is the presence of a person. It's not an absence of a problem is a presence of a person the more you realize the peace the shalom the fully pregnant word the shalom the the presence of a person we realize that we are not evading problem we are in the midst of the problem the presence of god is there amen okay now i want to go a little bit few steps backwards and talk about what's the opposite of peace the shalom the wholeness 
So I have a list here. Maybe I have seven or eight points I wrote down. I quickly write it down. The first one is quarrelsome. Quarreling. It's very easy to know when you have quarrels, there is no shalom there. Jealousy. You know what is jealousy? Stephen gets promoted and somebody is like, ah oh, man, why he has to get promoted? Why not me? That's jealousy. Je- wherever there is jealousy, there is no peace. Look at the another one. Intolerant. What is intolerant? Intolerant means they are not celebrative of other people's victory. They're just, you know, contentiousness, violent, irritableness, divisiveness, hatred. These are all the signs there is no peace. So let's examine ourselves in our family, in our own life. You know, you are all a leader. Do you know that? The day you... You are born and you started living a life with Jesus. You are a leader because the first person you're going to lead is you. The day you you get into a relationship, you're a leader because you need to lead so that the person can follow you. The day you become a father, you're a leader. The The day somebody gives you a responsibility, you become a leader. So everyone is a leader here. So if you are a leader and if you have these issues, it clearly tells you you're not a peacemaker. You can talk peace. You can keep peace. You know, peacekeepers and peacemakers are two different. And that's the next slide I wrote down. It's a big difference. Let's look at some of the difference between the peacekeeper and peacemakers. The peacekeepers tolerate differences. Peacemakers celebrate diversity. Just examine yourself where you're at. Are you tolerating or are you celebrating? You know, heaven would be a very tormenting place place for anyone to go if they don't enjoy diversity. Do you know that? Heaven would be a hell for them. Why? Because heaven is not a uniformed place. Heaven is a diverse place. That's what we read in in Revelation 7-9. It says, I saw a great multitude that no man could count from every tribe, every language, every people group. You know, there is a tribe called Shurua tribe. In, in Amazon jungle. All they wear is that red little thing. That's it. Only that thing. And there is a tribe, my friend Atien, who works in, in Sydney, there is a tribe in the northern part of um, uh, uh, Australia and is close to even, uh, even, sorry? Yeah. And Darwin, in that, there is a little tribe and he showed the picture. He went there to preach the gospel. And they, they also live in Tahiti and Vanuatu and those tribal areas. And you go there, the first thing you go need to do as a missionary, you need to remove your clothes. And you have to wear this little thing. And he showed me the picture. The YWAM team was there. They were, I mean, <laughs> it's not something you put it on Facebook. <laughs> Unless you have a six pack and, you know, most missionaries have a combo offer. But anyway, <laughs> so, so, they, so it's like, I, I saw this and, and my friend says, Come to Vanuatu. He's inviting me to teach there. And ATN is like, that's your dress code, my friend. (laughs) So I'm praying, God willing, in 2020, in February, we will be there. But I'm not going to show that on the screen, okay? Just for you to make it clear. But you have to go there. There is an every tribe. That's what Revelation 7-9 says. Every tribe will encounter and stand before the King of Glory. So peacemakers celebrate diversity. Amen? Number two, the peacekeepers didn't, don't like conflict and fearful to confront the issue. So they just put up with the issue. 
In other hand, the peacemakers, for the cause of the greater good, they bring up the issue in love so they can achieve the desired outcome. Know what the peacemakers say? The peacekeepers, they, they, they say, you know what, just that guy is like that, just keep quiet, you keep quiet. Just bite your tongue. St- you know, three more months. Once your bond is over, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> right? But the peacemakers are different for the cause of a greater good. Look at the other one. The peacekeepers, fear of man. The f- peacemakers, fear of God. Peacekeepers don't want to be rejected, hence feel so insecure. So they don't talk about the issue. Type, put everything under the carpet. But peacemakers... Identity is based on his word. So they don't care about your opinion. I'm not saying they become arrogant, but they still address the issue. You know, one of the greatest challenges in the Christian community in India, I've noticed is healthy confrontation. They don't do that. What they do is go around the bush, prayer request, lot of prayer requests. They never go in public and say, my brother, that comment you made about me on the other day hurted my feelings. I choose to let go. They don't talk about it. It's still so sad in our Indian Christian culture. I guess because in the Indian culture, we don't talk about it. We never confront, we never address. It's a face-save culture. So if you tell somebody, what if they're going to get wrong? And it's so hard. And what happens? It creates this nuggets of bitterness inside of people. And when, when people meet others, they are just superficial my prayer is that we will move out from the superficial. Be real. Amen? No amen. amen. Thank you. Mm. Worry. Look at the other one. Peacekeepers. The worry and believe about opinion of others. And there are three belief systems. I just, last week I touched about it. Opinions, facts and truth. And I told you like opinions are like the armpits. They just smell. But they just can't reset you. Opinions, they just smell. Facts tell you how messed up you are. Truth is the one that sets you free. Which one you want to embrace? Truth. And we know this, but we still like the opinions. Why? Because there is deep inside of us, there is a vacuum in us. There's an orphan spirit in us that says, I love to be approved. I love to be, you know, be part of this clique. And we have this Christian cliques. And the peacemakers, the greater desire is to embrace truth. And a couple of them, they gossip around. They talk, 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 not walk the talk. They are priest breakers. They just talk. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. Big, big talks. Whereas the peacemakers, they don't sacrifice peace. They conceal the matter in prayer because they are peacemakers. Conceal. The Bible says we are called to conceal and pray for people. And it's important. When somebody falls in a Christian circle, we immediately call another person and say, did you hear about this? One guy called me and I remember I will still, I was just 10 years old sitting and playing and someone came to my grandmother. A senior pastor came to my grandmother and he said, this such and such a pastor fell from grace in France. He was talking about a big pastor. I don't want to name that guy because some of you might know. And uh, And my grandmother, very coolly, she didn't lose her temper. She said, wow, you must have such sharp ears. He fell in France, you heard it. She put it off, gossip. The only thing is, curiosity is the mother of gossip. It's like, oh, really, brother? How? That's it, finished. 
but my grandmother taught me that lesson oh you have such a sharp ears he fell in france you are sitting in salem you heard him fell and the pastor he looked at the ceiling looked at the floor jabiklama <laughs> let's pray she said pray and go and every time when any pastor come those days 10 years old 10 rupees was a big offering she will always have a lot of 10 rupees in her in her bible so one of those 10 rupees for the guy who was supposed to deliver a gossip message you know why i'm challenging you is this because peacekeepers the blessed are those the peacekeepers they conceal the matter in prayer because they are peacemakers look at this verse the next one they sacrifice peace on the altar of purity look at verse james 317 it's not up in the screen they don't sacrifice peace on the altar of purity because the bible says in james 370 the wisdom from above is first pure then peaceable amen so i want to challenge you to think with me what is to mean the bible when it says blessed are those who are peace makers what does that mean what is the, jesus said jesus lived and breathed and walked and this uh, this peace all his life in isaiah 9:6 says for unto us a child is born a son is given to us the government will rest on his shoulders and he will be called the wonderful counselor the mighty god everlasting father prince of peace he is the prince of peace that means we can never find peace you know all those peace keeping a uh, troop that you and sense without christ you will never find you will never find peace without christ and we can find temporary kind of like a uh, you know just to tolerate situation to cover up the issue but never complete restoration will happen until we find our union in christ and look at this next verse luke 2:14 says glory to god in the highest and on earth peace goodwill towards men and that's the cross actually this if you look at it verse glory to god in the highest and peace towards goodwill that's the cross so our relationship directly linked if you wanted to have peace it has to have we have to have peace with god and if we have to have peace if we say we have to have peace with god that's what james says if you say you claim god you have to have peace with one another and we will talk about what happens if we if we try our best still what happens we will talk about it in a minute but but our goal is to try to attain this peace glory to god in the highest on earth peace and good will in other words hope that's the cross peace with god is directly linked with peace of men romans 12:18 says do all you can to live in peace with everyone by the way the book of romans is a fabulous book if you have time read the, the the entire book it takes maybe 45 minutes to read the 16 chapters and paul was triggered by the fact that these people started comparing themselves they started living a lifestyle that is like oh i belong to paul i belong to this and paul has to write some of those challenges that he faced in romans 7 and 8 if you read it's actually an answer to some of the problems he raised in 7 but then in 12 he talks about he talks about something a word that he uses called living sacrifice which is basically means sacrifice means you have to die 
and then only you can alter sacrifice but he talks about living sacrifice that means every single day you become a sweet aroma to the lord you become an, you become a fragrance to the lord so how you do that he says that and he gives a long list and in the end of the list he says if possible be at peace with all men in other words do all you can so that you can live in peace with everyone and the luke's gospel is the gospel that's written to the gentiles to us you know the four gospel matthew luke mark and john and matthew is written to the jews and it talks about the death of christ in the figure of trespass offering it's not on the screen but i'm just going to tell you mark is written to the romans and it is written to emphasize the sin offering but luke it's referred to the pagans like gentiles you and me and that's what he says he reconciled everyone that's the peace offering but john is for everyone for the believer and that's the burnt offering that you and me are called to live in the sacrifice of sweet aroma so it's a peace trespass offering sin offering and these four things trespass offering sin offering peace offering and and the burnt offerings are all the four major festivals they do it in the old testament and these four writers i mean the four uh, uh, the writers of this four gospels they have in the in, by the holy spirit they have shared each gospel with the each pointed view for a particular group and when we take luke it takes the peace offering and that's why the bible says jesus has to go outside of jerusalem to die on the cross why because you and me are outsiders it makes sense you and me are outsiders that's why he was outside the city gates to die so that the that you can you and me can be part of that so i wrote down here whenever jesus went wherever jesus went he promoted peace and he spoke peace once we lose the inner peace we make the mess of everything so the peace is something that you have to guard philippians 4 says above all else the peace of god that surpasses all your understanding will guard your heart and mind so i wrote down here eight simple ways to test who are those peacemakers and i'll go quickly because we don't have time so eight simple ways to find out who are those peacemakers the first one the peacemakers long to bring truth in love that means they don't mind to confront but their confrontation is not to rub their mistakes on people's face but to bring them in perfect clarity in the relationship restoration so peacemakers long to bring the truth in love number 2 peacemakers stand against racial prejudice is this working can you put it little peacemakers stand against racial prejudice or caste barriers look at this scripture some of the scriptures i wrote down some examples roman centurion asked jesus to heal his servant he should have he could have just brushed it but look what he is doing he went after and healed so when you are a peacemaker you are called to bring peace in every area of your life in every people's life and this is what he did jesus he stood against racial prejudice i want to challenge you like you know i was talking this uh, a week ago our our van needs insurance renewal so the insurance guy came i was writing a check to him and i was telling my testimony 
and uh, i was telling because he's come from a higher caste so i told him my testimony my grandfather also comes from higher caste he gave his life wow that's why you have a nice color sir and then i said to him hang on a second that's part of my testimony and i have to i have to tell you another side my other side of the grandfather is a dalit his color changed and uh, and they realized like how challenging people are you know when, when you highlight one part and they are so excited and he's like yeah they asked me all the questions and i you know and i told about some of my grandfather's relatives still live in mailapur and they are part of this tamil uh, brahmin book that they release and they are still the authors of it and i told them all the story and then i told about another side of the grandfather he was a dalit and he he worked you know as a, you know from the dalit community were rejected and and he was like i can't believe sir how come how come i said that's called christ because there is only two human beings are there one is a male and a female that's it god made adam and eve don't make me to say adam and <laughs> okay <laughs> okay so the centurion asked jesus to heal his servant you know and look at this word second one john 4 jesus asked for a drink to a samaritan woman it's it's amazing how god goes against the normal cultural flow okay good samaritan story look at this we go quickly run to this good samaritan story i wrote down here it's maybe up in the screen a jew and a levite were more concerned about their religious duties but samaritan was concerned about human being do we have the good samaritan spirit to overcome racial prejudice and caste barrier do we have that you know look at this a good samaritan the jew and the levite were concerned about the religious duties sometimes we have this oh i'm i cannot do this because today i'm going there i'm doing this but a good samaritan he is concerned about the human being i want to ask you this is it possible you know one of the things i have learned in my home and i'm going to share this even though there are we have broken the caste barriers and all we have in my home we have broken that in my parents home and all but still they used to keep the workers who come they have workers glass coffee you know coffee cup they will keep that a workers this is for workers plate workers coffee cup you know and they will never mingle that with others when i got married 2010 and uh, my wife she doesn't know all those caste junk you know she invited the workers in our home in the living room and she gave the same coffee cup that i used to drink every morning something manifest inside of me and i realized that's my cup but then the holy spirit said oh you say you have no prejudice but a worker is drinking from your cup and you feel agitated what is that and i was mad at my wife that's my cup and she's like so what you're not drinking coffee right now then it's not her problem when i went to the cross the lord revealed you still have reservations i'm being honest and vulnerable with you now i don't care i really don't care but sometimes the thought comes that i realize wow you can still have racial prejudice towards some people and we don't have racial issues here but we have groupism in this country i wrote down here in the last sentence you know we are free from colonialism but not yet free from the casteism or groupism 
think about it denominations are you pentecostal brother are you methodist are you strict methodist or a liberal methodist <laughs> are you strict baptist or a liberal baptist are you pentecostal means tongue talker or a <laughs> holy roller it's like we are so focused on stuff but we miss that christ is the uniting bond between us amen e stanley jones one of my favorite author says christ unites christianity divides where are we at amen we are so good in dividing people look at the next one the peacemakers are eager to bless everyone wherever they go that's what jesus said when you walk in just bless you know are you here to bless or are you saying ah, i don't think he deserves my blessing peacemakers are eager to bless everyone wherever they go number 4 peacemakers are not jealous over other people's victory this is just a heart check if you are jealous over someone's victory i like what joyce meyer said joyce meyer says god can give your own victory if you can't celebrate other people's victory amen you know but it sometimes we criticize we things that we we think in our mind but then we we have a issue that's the issue that god wants to deal with it so i learned if anybody that i'm trusting god one day to go to pakistan and yesterday there was a corridor opened for the sikhs to go so you know maybe i will go there and and pray and intercede you know there is a corridor 3 km you can walk in and pray amen so i you got to celebrate for other people's victory so if you find today this week if somebody walks into your room or somebody in your friends or family circle says i got this promotion i got this victory i got this upgrade of a new phone don't look at your phone and get depressed celebrate at their victory amen don't say oh he doesn't have a skin protection may it fall on the floor <laughs> don't, don't don't do that amen i know your random thoughts i have the random thoughts also anyway so number 5 peacemakers can look at the dead end and still find a solution to your problem in a in any given situation look at what jesus this is a story of this girl he said tamita kobi he said you know what everybody was crying and said this girl is dead jesus said no she is just sleeping peacemakers always find a way out in the midst of crisis are you a peacemaker are you saying are you pessimistic sometimes we open our mouth we are job's friends are good until they open their mouth they are so good when they open their mouth from chapter 3 to 40 it jumped because that's what happened many christians when they open their mouth it becomes all nasty up to chapter 3 was good the moment they open their mouth it's a mess up and this is what many christians they open their mouth they are so the words doesn't come out nicely so i want to challenge you are you a peacemaker if you are a peacemaker find a solution don't don't be part of a problem be part of a solution when we moved here in 2010 the first thing the lord said to us you're going to pay taxes if you want to pray for prosperity in this nation you're going to pay taxes i said get behind me satan I'm a missionary. So no 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 God said you have to pay taxes. We found a Christian auditor in in Chennai he is the the auditor for the CSA diocese. We had a divine encounter. God gave a opportunity to meet with him. So I started filing taxes since 2011. I'm a taxpayer. Why? Because I can't be sitting in a problem and praying for a solution to your problem when I am not even a taxpayer. Are you are you getting my point? So now I'm part of a solution. 5% of india's population pays taxes 
So I'm part of a solution to the problem. Now I can say, God, convict the fellow brothers and Indians. You know, sometimes my, I hear stories of some of my friends say, thank God, brother, no tax for me. It's like, but they live a very nice life. They cover it up, everything, no open. You know, we, we get a receipt for every single thing. Even if you go and take a Xerox copy, we take a receipt, we file it. Why? Because we want to be above reproach. I show every month this. We show why? Because we want to tell you guys. Because if I, we can do it here with 50,000 every month offering or less than that, once it grows, it will be easier. Amen? Are you, are, you, are, you getting, are you getting what I'm saying? That's why peacemakers can look at the dead situation and find a solution. Sixth one, peacemakers are encouragers. Have you encouraged this week? If somebody walks into your room and you... They talk to you, they feel more depressed when they left or they feel more encouraged when they left you. This is the question you need to ask. Don't say, who is encouraging me? Christ is encouraging you. But are you being an encourager? Somebody in the bus you're traveling from, from Bagayam to here, somebody will be sitting there next to you, very messed up, and you are an encourager. That's a peacemaker. Number seven, peacemakers are servant leaders. They don't afraid to do menial jobs. One of the things that Jesus did in the last day before crucifixion, he took the clothes. You know what is that sign? That means he almost became naked. He washed the feet. That's a sign of a servant leadership. Today we talk about leadership, but we never talk about a servant leadership. What is a servant leadership? Servant leadership says that I am not defined by my title. I am defined by Christ. Amen. This is the servant leadership. So are you willing to serve? Are you willing to serve even the lowest job? And this is the challenge I want to I lay it down. I remember I was, I was ministering in Romania three years ago, four years ago. And the first evening I went to preach. And they said, you can't preach. You can just give a greeting because I was not wearing a suit. So it's a, it's a must, I have to wear a suit. It's a 2,000 member congregation. So that evening, that pastor took me uh, along with a businessman. He's a multimillionaire from Germany. And this guy took me and bought me a suit. I mean, a really good suit. I wish that money could have been spent differently because I don't wear a suit. You know, and he bought me a full suit and everything, tie and shoes and everything. And as I was next day, like wear this monkey suit and I was walking yeah, towards the pulpit. And he saw I didn't even take the stickers out from my shoes. The tag was still there. This multimillionaire knelt down. He took my feet, took the tag out. And I tell you, God, something broke in my spirit. Sometimes you become a little promotion. Suddenly you become from brother to reverend. Right reverend, left reverend, center reverend. You know, I don't know, man. You know, I was like, one, and that changed my mind. And one, next, ne the next following year, somebody invited me to, to, for a convention. And they wanted to put a wall post. And they said, can I put reverend? I said, no. So can I put a pastor? No, Tamil people. They cannot pronounce pastor. They will pronounce bastard, you know, because then it's like a curse, you know. So I don't do that. So can I put at least Brother Charles? I said, do I look sister to you? <laughs> and it's like so confused with titles. And I realized like that's what defines us. My friends, I want to challenge you. Servant leaders don't care about titles. 
they care about the presence of god mobilizing the presence of god carriers of the presence of god facilitating the presence of god those are peacemakers amen i don't want to be, i i like i don't like i know if i say this brother sunil doesn't like it but i want to tell this every time when i hang out with him he takes the tag out put it in the dash and he walks in you know the cmc tag you all have this tag and i see sometimes people wear that go to even big big restaurants i mean as if you need to show the tag and the stethoscope but but he removes everything put it in the dash i said to him why do you do that i said my job is over i'm having coffee with you but sometimes we show off let me tell you your tag your scope doesn't define who you are you are in christ come on i'm preaching god say amen. amen that's your definition so don't let your cmc tag define you you are defined by the almighty you are seated already in the heavenlies amen so peacemakers are encouragers peacemakers are servant leaders the last but not the least peacemakers are bitter free people amen are you a bitter free people i call them teflon coating couple of years ago somebody gave me a money go buy the best suitcase my carry on it's 18000 rupees and somebody blessed me with and the the good quality about the the suitcase it's not the one that's inside i have a bible I, it's of course it's priceless but if they steal my suitcase they won't find anything precious inside because i have a couple of t-shirts or whatever but a carry on it's a suitcase that is very precious why because they say it's weatherproof snow proof as if velour is going to get receive snow so it's it you can have rain nothing will go inside teflon coating peacemakers have the teflon coating you know what is it called it's called the anointing of the holy spirit bitter free people people offends you you say doesn't matter because somebody first offended the one in you that's what we're going to read the next because i there is no time is already 10:30 the following chapter the eighth constitution the first seven it's all what you have to do the eighth one what people will do to you that's the last one blessed are those who are persecuted we don't have time to talk about it we'll come back next week and talk but this is why i said only if you know how to maintain peace you can handle the persecution amen the ringtone says amen you say amen <laughs> amen only if you don't know how to maintain peace you don't know how to handle persecution and that's why the bible says and then after 9th and 10th verses is the consequences they say they rejoice your father in heaven is there i want to challenge you to think about this romans 12 18 if possible so far as it depends on you to live peaceably with all men in other translation it says do all you can to live in peace with everyone i get this question all the time charles if i still try to maintain peace and that person still don't want to agree you know what that's why the bible says if possible you have done your part and that's it forgiveness and asking forgiveness is your part the result of this is god's part you have done your part you have went your heart before the lord and you cried and you forgiven you sorted it out you know the one of the ways god how he dealt with me how to be bitter free you know recently i told you there was a few people left and it burnt hurt in my heart and and the holy spirit taught me this beautiful lesson and i learned that when when i got dumped i told you my testimony when i was engaged and then you know i got dumped and then i had this bitterness and the lord taught me is every time when the thought comes it's not about forgiveness is 
forgiveness is not just a word i forgive you one time it's a it's a mental attitude you take so every time when the thought comes about a person who hurted you i would deliberately the lord would say take a moment close your eyes or stop being distracted and think about how god wants that person to be blessed so i would pray god pray for your blessings their generations will be blessed their generations will come to know you they will lack nothing in their life they will be abundantly blessed they will they will lack no sick they will have no sickness they will be completely walk in the fullness of your holistic you started praying every 3 minute that thought comes i will pray for them intentionally 3 minutes become 30 minutes 30 minutes become 3 hours 3 hours become 3 days 3 days become 3 weeks 3 weeks become 3 months why you are training your soul to be aligned where christ has set you in the spirit where is are you in christ in the heavenlies that's your spirit position but your soul mind body and so your soul needs to align with the spirit position that's why you're training you're training your soul so i want to ask you if there is still any bitterness towards anyone forgive but then keep blessing that person don't say the tamil prayer todum andavare sandhiyum andavare touch him lord you know reveal you know let your mighty hand be upon him hmm those are some prayers we sometimes we do that you know that's no but let's blessed us let's quickly run through this i know we are a little bit late but i wanted to just make sure you know just quickly peacemakers long to bring the truth in love peacemakers stand against racial prejudice or caste barriers peacemakers are eager to bless everyone wherever they go peacemakers are not jealous over other people's victory peacemakers can look at the dead end and still find solution to the problem peacemakers are encouragers peacemakers are servant leaders peacemakers are bitter free people church why don't you stand up i want to pray with you father in the name of yeshua 